Hey, best friends. Welcome to the Bestie Advice Podcast. Where we discuss all things relationships. And you have all this wisdom and, you know, the nuggets and things that you share and, you know, it's even more books in you, you yes. and your husband, you yes. know, yes. you guys are very wise people. And mm-hmm. I think that, um, you know, people definitely gravitate to you, you and him as well. So mm-hmm. I think that, you know, what Stephanie and I and other people saw, they just saw that the people need to hear your voice and people yes. need to hear what you mm-hmm. have to say. So yeah, yeah. definitely. Yeah. Book is that's good, that's so. self, self-motivation y'all self so well, motivation. I hope her book is still available y'all need to get it we probably <laughs> drop a link in this video <laughs> y'all go to her store and order the book it's really good it's yeah good. yes you know um kind of along the line uh-huh. of motivation um well in in the kind of in that same vein yeah. a lesson that I I learned was my poor is valuable and so that's what, good that's yeah, I, I had to realize that sometimes I was selling myself short Yes, people, my team, different ministries I was on, different things. And I'm like, hold on, wait a minute, stop. You know, I'm doing a lot for a lot of people. Yeah. And it took someone else actually saying it to me. I was interviewing an instructor mm-hmm. and uh, we, her and I were talking and she was trying to, uh, you know, I was like, okay, well, I'm gonna follow up with you. I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna do this. She was like, why are you following up with me? Why not your assistant? And you know what she was saying. Yeah. And it switched where she started to prophesy to me. And when she was prophesying to me, she was talking about the value, the value. Yeah. And she said, your poor is valuable. And the, and when I say I meditated on that thing, <clears throat> I began to read, you know, um, you know, about it. I just started mm-hmm. really med- like, what does that mean? And what does that mean to me? And mm-hmm. the Lord said, your poor is valuable. Yeah. Yeah. And people out there that's listening to this, when you, you know, whatever God has gifted you with, and even not trying to be deep, but whatever yeah, yeah. your gifts and your talent is, don't allow people to sell you short, yes. you know, because you bring what you bring to the table. There's not another, uh, Kiran, there's not another Irene, you know, and when you get Kiran and Irene together, it is amazing. Yes. So the same thing is we're bringing other people to the table, you know, it's, we're unique. Yeah. And oftentimes people will take advantage of what you bring. And yes. so a true lesson for me was that what I have, the treasure that God has given me, especially people that I mentor, mm-hmm. that was something I felt at different times that people that wanted me to mentor them, I asked them, are you sure? Right. Because right. Um, as much as I can be nice, I definitely have another side that's not yeah. so nice. Yes, yes, yes. Um, yes. You know, I can be extremely direct um, and I can be very stern. And so, you know, I'm like, well, maybe you want to pray. I don't know if I should, if I'm the right mentor, Mm -hmm. because as much as I will hug you and rub you and inspire you and empower you, when I feel like you playing games with my time and my money, 
that you gonna see me slip like you wasting my time my money now right right not doing nothing so you shut in and you jive in Uh have to cut this and so even in that you know um make sure that when you're working or when you're in business or when you're in ministry or in a relationship or a mentorship understanding your value yes and that is something that I think I've had to reel uh myself in yes like, oh yeah I'll help you yeah I'll do it yeah I'll help you and people will take that for it take advantage of you. yeah take it for granted and yep. they mm-hmm. will and they don't they don't value you mm-hmm. and when I got a report back that all of my projects everything that I did everything that my team put their hands to was profitable right, right. I realized the value that I bring Mm-hmm. And I was like, my poor is too valuable to let you talk to me that way, right, to let right. you treat me that way, to let you mess with my time, to let you interfere with my money, to let you talk to me. Any, like, it's not happening. Yeah. And I think that sometimes we um, we don't value ourselves. And so a lesson that I've learned that I will continue to take on is to value the gifts that I bring and to understand that my poor yes. is valuable. That's good. So, yeah. That's good. You say, ain't got time to be wasting no time. <laughs> no. Look, I ain't you got time, time to waste the, no time. You don't. You know what? Time yes. is the the highest resource that we have Mm -hmm. you know Mm -hmm. when you look at wealthy people i'm reading this book called think like a billionaire Mm -hmm. and he's he says that in in the book wealthy people aren't worried too much about money that they can lose money but when you waste a time yes because that's what's valuable Mm -hmm. and i think that we allow the wrong people to waste our time yeah you know it goes back to what i was saying about uh, being wise mm-hmm. and being foolish mm-hmm. and understanding your value and your worth because that's why people huge like Bishop Jakes and all these other people they can charge you what yeah. they want to charge you yeah. to come because they know what they bring mm-hmm. they know their value yes yes yeah. absolutely absolutely no that's good that is that that's good it, it's like when someone say it's like hey they want you to mentor them it's like do you really want me to do it do you really do do you really want me not me hey girl Irene but me Dr. Irene Irene Abrams is that who you want then you're going to have to be ready You, you can't be no punk you can't drop out because things get hard you know or whatever you have to make sure that what you're asking for is exactly what you want yeah. I think you and I mm-hmm. talked about that. Even when you look at like mentor and mentee, mm-hmm. um, uh, even you as a first lady, mm-hmm. your armor bears or your husband, mm-hmm. like, you know, his armor bears, because you guys are people of position. Mm-hmm. And when people want to be under you, they want to glean, they're going to see all these sides of you. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. so they have to be mature enough and they have to be ready to what comes with it just because mm-hmm. you know you see not i'm not talking about a friendship but like a right. mentorship or something right. you have to be able to as you're teaching that person you have to be able to rebuke that person mm-hmm. hold them accountable 
you're teaching them, when you think about it, as you went through school from kindergarten through college, mm-hmm. all of your instructors weren't nice to you. All no, of your they instructors weren't. didn't coddle you. Yep. They were there to teach you exactly. how to get from this level to the next level. Exactly. Why mentorship is so important. That's why I had different mentors in different seasons of my life. Mm-hmm. Um, some <clears> are still my mentors. Some I graduated. Yeah. From. Yeah. But I was very open and um, I let them rebuke me. I let them chastise me. I let them say, no, do it this way, not that yeah. way. But Kiran, you people got to be prayerful when you, when you start looking like, oh, I want you to be my mentor and mentee, mm-hmm. like you said, because then you got to hold them accountable. And then, like I just said, your poor, their poor is that. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Absolutely. Absolutely. So I actually have two more. Um, this is my first one. <laughs> Embrace life changes because it's happening with my approval or not. Oh, that's good. We got to embrace life changes because it's going to happen whether we want it to or not. You know, whether it's changes at our job, you know, changes as far as in our home, changes in our marriage, changes with our children. Embrace it and attempt to at least understand it. So I'm, I'm going to use as far as the relationship with, with my daughter and I, and uh, with her getting older and she turned 21, you know, at the beginning of the year or whatever. And yeah, I mean, I, I knew, I knew this day was coming when she was born, right? That she'll turn 21 in 21 years. <laughs> yeah, you got to embrace it because it's going to happen. Exactly. But that was, it was a change in our relationship. Um, no disrespect at all, but as far as changing who I was and the role that I played, you know, as far as in, in her life, I, I will always be her mother, just like I'm a full grown woman and my mama will always be my mama. Right, but yeah. my mother is now mothering a full grown woman. Right. And with Jasmine, I am now mothering, not a kid, not a teenager she is a woman she is she's legally a for real full adult making her own decisions and I can guide her but I really cannot just tell her what to do you know when they're younger you know we're able to say no you're gonna do it but why do I do that because I said so but once they get to a certain age well why can't I do that because I said so well what what do you mean well you know I'm grown right Sometimes that kind of hurts, but what I did do, it was a little, uh, you know, it took a little time there, a little time, a little prayer, a lot of conversations as far as with her or whatever. Now I have to recognize who she is. I have to recognize how old she is. And then I have to trust that everything that my husband and I have instilled in her and taught her and prayed over her that all of those things are coming to full flourishing. That's what I have to look at. Like it's here, it's here. This is who she is. This is who we have molded up to be. This is who God has created us to be and that we have done what we can do. And to God be the glory or, you know, as far as with that, but I had to embrace it. And when I say attempt to um, understand it, Mm -hmm. I'm understanding now the role. I'm understanding the role that I play in her life. Now, my daughter actually calls me every day, every day. 
she calls me. If she's not called, if she didn't call me that day, rest assured she's texting me. And when I say we're on the phone, I answer the phone like, yeah, Jazzy, what's up? And she, and I'm silent. Because you Mama, built that. Yes. And now it's not, well, what did you say? Girl, why are you doing that? You should be doing it. It's like, just listen. That's all you had to do. Just listen. Just listen. Well, now she's saying, Mama, did you hear me? Yeah, I heard you. You're not going to say anything? Do you want me to say something? Do you want my opinion on that? I need you to tell me. Yes, that's why I called you. Okay. Well, this is what I think. This is what I think you should do. So things have shifted. There's been a change. So whether it's, again, it's in your marriage, it's at your your job, you know, things at your church and relationships, even in your own personal life, things change with you you personally. Yes. So you even have to embrace I'm just going to say, just as a woman, our body changes. Our things ain't set up. They ain't set up the way they used to be when we was oh. teens and 20s and our, and our 30s or whatever. Things are changing within us. So we have to embrace it. And then we have to accept the change. And then we even make changes to the change. Like, oh, that's, yeah. that, that's what my body doing right about now. Okay, so what do I need to do over here? Right. What do I need right, to do right, over right. there? What do I need to let go over here? What do I need to start doing over here on this end? Because things are changing. So I just want to encourage you all, you know, embrace the change because it's going to happen without you or not. Without, it's going to happen with your approval or not. You approve it or you don't approve it. It's still happening. That's good. That, that's, that's, that's good. You know, you know, yeah, we're going through the same thing because I think even with, um, you know, Marcello is like mm-hmm. that, you know, mm-hmm. watching him step into a man, mm-hmm. um, it's hard, yep. but fulfilling, you know, at the same time, you know, I want to uh, step in and I want to help. And again, mm-hmm. I want to problem solve for him, but I just listen, you mm-hmm. know, and, you know, same thing, you know, he, um, he texts me, we talk, he FaceTimes all the yeah, time. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. We FaceTime, but he texts me a lot and asks me a lot of questions and, you know, he's transitioning, you know, well, but it's very hard. Like you said, change is going to happen, whether you it is, it is just embrace it. It just, just, just embrace it. Absolutely. Um, you know, I think that's really good because life happens and it does. we're changing all the time as yes. people, as women. Oof. Yeah, it's hard because I think about when Jasmine and Marcello were so little, they were so cute and they just fought all the time. And <laughs> now they're these yes. adults. And uh-huh. it's like, where did the time go? It's yes. just, I don't even know where the time went because I'm like, uh-huh. I still want them to be four and five. Like, yes. I was trying to figure out what happened. Like, where Absolutely. Where are four and five year old? Like, where are those kids at? They gone. They gone, y'all. They uh-huh. gone. <laughs> you're so silly <laughs> they're not um, here no more they gone they yes. gone and I'm very excited about the podcast that we did with them I think mm-hmm. it's very good very insightful so you'll get to see them uh soon yes our, our grown people now. yes <laughs> so another lesson I learned was and it's sad that I had to 
it took me this long to realize that fear is not real. It's not. Fear is not real. And fear will try to paralyze you to the point where you won't move and do anything. And so I learned a hard lesson. I think God wanted me to learn this lesson because sometimes I'd be like, I'm scared. And I would say it and I didn't realize that it was really setting in my spirit. Like it was set up in my spirit. You know, every time I said that I'm scared. And so for uh, Karen's birthday this year, we went and we did like a, a virtual reality game. And so I got so overcome with fear in this game that I screamed. And I think as much as I tried to make it seem like I was okay, I think at one point I, um, um, at one point I said, Karen, and she said, I'm here, I'm here, you know, and, but we're in a room with like some shades on, right? So what am I afraid of? And then at one point I got so overwhelmed with fear. I screamed out and I just started to try to run. I Mm -hmm. couldn't, runs to have all this stuff on and I end up falling backwards mm-hmm. and what jolted me out of this state of fear and panic was the guy was the game stopped yeah <clears throat> so in my mind I thought oh my god I fail no <laughs> one is going to be able to see me yeah these zombies are going to uh-huh. attack me like all this stuff was going on in my mind just for the game to pause and yes. realize it was a simulation. So, you know, I didn't think about it as much then as I thought about it the whole next week and yes. how the Lord began to minister with me about the spirit of fear and how it had set up in my life as a mm-hmm. child yeah. and how, you know, I was fearful of moving forward. Mm-hmm. I was fearful uh, of to be successful. I was fearful of failure I was just fear 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 of man you know just scared of people and it's just not godly and so I really was purpose has been really purposeful of being um breaking down fear in my life and Mm -hmm. breaking that stronghold because it was a stronghold and it took a game to show me fear is not real yes all in your mind Kiran no who's gonna whoop me Mm -hmm. nobody like, you know what I'm saying? It's like, what are you going to do to me? Yeah. What, what can you do to me? Yeah. You know? And so I started being intentionally more courageous and I started doing things. Even when I was afraid, mm-hmm. I, I would take a step. You yeah. know, I started making bolder decisions, um, about myself, about my life. I started taking bolder stances and it all stemmed from, and I, and I remember, the exact moment and the exact part in the game of where I was just so overcome with fear, yeah, yeah. you know, and God really ministered to me that it's, it's just not real. Fear mm-hmm. is not real. It's not real. Mm-hmm. And sometimes you have to take steps and you have to do things even when you're afraid, but fear will keep you paralyzed in your mm-hmm. life and it will make you not live out the purpose that God has for you because you'll be afraid of what people are going to say. You'll be afraid that you're going to fail. When I'm looking at all these successful men and women, you yes. cannot operate in fear. Yes. You have yes. to operate in faith and Absolutely. you have to be courage, uh, courageous. And the word of God tells us to be courageous. And so that was a huge lesson for me mm-hmm. um, about 
being fearful yes. because I was embarrassed initially because I'm like, oh Lord, I'm the one that's going to fall, <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. and I'm the one that's going to be screaming out. But, you know, it was something that God wanted to break off my life. And it was yeah. a real example for me to see these zombies aren't real. It's yes. not real, Irene, mm-hmm. you know, and just for me, making sure that I understand that fear is false. Mm-hmm. It's just false evidence that appears real. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's just false. It's false mm-hmm. evidence. And so um, that was a huge lesson for me. So mm-hmm. thank you for that, Kiran. <laughs> for that lesson at your party and so at first I was like I'm not going back to the virtual reality that was scared I was scared uh, yeah but I'm I will definitely go back I don't know if I'll yeah. do the zombie one again but I would definitely go back yeah <laughs> and it's funny you know even even with you using that as an example um it, it it really is how set up how the enemy does us because we were standing in this green room right green room all six of us are in this room it's nothing together we were together in this room just us along with the people that's controlling everything they turn off the lights and then again it's virtual reality these zombies and rats and everything they're coming out the walls and all this coming up off the ground coming out of graves or whatever and it's like oh (laughs) lights come on and it's gone and it's like, oh yeah. So what was we talking about? And it's almost like that's how the enemy has us. Like we're like in this trance. I can't do it. I can't do it. No, 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 no. I can't do it. I can't do it. I can't do it. I can't. No, no. I can't. I can't. I can't. I can't. I can't. Until we actually say I can do it, and we come out that trance. There you go. Just that quick. Like you're a liar. I can't do that. God is gonna grace me to do that. Yes. He's gonna give me the strength to do. I can't boom you come right out of that just that quick just that quick just that quick but as long as we are being fearful it's like uh, uh, yeah you in this you in a green room you are for real in a green room and he shows you a picture and say how you cannot do it because that's how you're gonna look and that's how people are gonna see you and nobody's gonna listen to you and nobody's gonna want to hear what you have to say and you're in that green room He's showing you this picture. And yes. as soon as you like say no, or yes, I can, then it's like, you come out that train. You come out, you come Just out. Just that quick. Just that quick. Just that quick. Yes, yes. Because even you. what you're saying, like you fail, lights came on. Yes. The lights came on. Hey, you cool? You ready? You, you straight? I was so yes. shaken up. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. I was like, I'm fine, but I was so shaken yeah. up. Yeah. It had really gotten to me. And I was trying to play it cool, but I have someone yes. Mitchell. I was like, I thought I was going to start crying and everything, but I was like, I'm embarrassed. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. I just got that afraid over mm-hmm. an image of my imagination. Like, yeah. <laughs> absolutely. You know, absolutely. And I just was like, oh my God. And the Lord used that time mm-hmm. all this year to break fear yeah yeah and he would remind me every time i would be afraid to do mm-hmm. something or afraid to make a move it would take me back to the day in that game mm-hmm. like it is not real yeah. and, I, and i would relive that fear like i remember it like it was yesterday I remember yeah 
and he would be like that was not even real and then I was like because remember y'all was like yo guns is in the air because I remember thinking no one's gonna see me I'm on the ground I don't even have my weapons because I fell like right. the guns flew up <laughs> my flew up like it was yes. just crazy mm-hmm. you know and but the Holy Spirit was like you see how your reaction was to yeah. something that wasn't real that's yeah. how it is in the spirit mm-hmm. and being able to just take dominion over the things that are trying to hold me back so yes. yeah definitely that fear thing so so yeah. absolutely absolutely so I this is my last one my last one okay. is um connections and opportunities are not coincidental it is God That's ordained. Good. Um, I actually, this one like kind of stuck out to me, um, a couple of months ago. No, no, a month ago. No, it was two months ago, (laughs) two months ago. Um, a young lady, she reached out to me, a first lady, she reached out to me and, um, you know, her and I, we, we, we know each other, we know each other on social media. We know each other in the church arena. Um, but that's really it. We see each other. Hey, how you doing? That's it. That's all. And she sent me a message on um, on Facebook. She was telling me uh, what they were getting ready to do as far as with their women's ministry. And she said that she was reaching out to, you know, several first ladies to participate, um, like in this prayer call that she was mm-hmm. having. And I'm thinking like, me? Okay. Maybe it's another haze because we... We're, we're cool but we're not cool like that for her to reach out you know to right. me or whatever she's like you know could you let me know would you be able to do it immediately I was like uh-uh nope I think it's on a Wednesday ain't that a Wednesday yeah we got Bible study I ain't gonna be able to do that uh-uh no uh-uh, no uh-uh, no what she want me to do that does she know me uh-uh, uh-uh, uh-uh. so I ended up talking to my husband about it and of course my husband he's like yeah go ahead do it then God really, really, really had to have me take a step back and to realize that one, this was not a coincidence. She just didn't, you know, pull my name out of a hat that God actually dropped me in her spirit. Yeah. Uh, however he did it, he dropped me in her spirit and said, no, you, you're the one. And first I had to, you know, ask God for forgiveness (laughs) because I was about to allow that opportunity to go past me and to bypass Mm -hmm. me Mm -hmm. because of that fear thing. Um, and then fear of the unknown. I don't know what this is. Why does she want me? Why is she asking me the whole fear of the unknown or whatever? Um, and then to realize that it was God ordained. I set this up. See that, that, that was me. I set this up. So I, I went on ahead, I, I went along with the assignment or, or I, I embraced the assignment. I accepted right. the assignment. I got some of the other women from our church. We had, you know, a couple of meetings about what we we're going to do and how things were going to flow. And when I tell you the impact that was made on that call, because we accepted the assignment, I accepted the assignment and I did not allow fear of the unknown to keep me from fulfilling a God-given assignment, a God-ordained assignment. And so we just have to realize the opportunities, our connections and our opportunities, they're not, you know, it's not a coincidence that you run into this person. It's not a coincidence that that person reached out to you. 
No, God is in that. He is in that. So yes. So besties out there, do not allow fear of the unknown, fear of people, you know, uh, um, lack of confidence in yourself. Do not allow that to keep you from doing what God has called you to do. You can do it. That's good. Yeah. Yeah. Gosh, we're always so in tune, you know, with what we learn. I think a lot yes. of our lessons um, just really fit in yes. together. Absolutely. Um, so yeah, I, I definitely agree with that. The fear of the unknown. And mm-hmm. again, it's that fear of um, man or fear of almost of doing it like that fear of success or moving forward Mm -hmm. and it's like no that not you you're not the one and god's like yeah that's you i ordained you for this time and season Mm -hmm. but we get so in our heads that we cannot do it that we don't move forward so i i I mean that's 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 really good yes and i know that it was powerful i know you and your team did an amazing job yes 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 wow so besties i really hope you enjoyed this podcast like hearing what um lady hayes and i both talked about like what we learned over 2022 i would ask admonish you to go back and hear what we learned in 2021 um we've both grown tremendously you know we've absolutely grown, um, our podcast has grown yes um yes. you know we've just started in 2021 yes and we've grown as women we've grown as friends and um, I'm very excited to see what's going to happen in 2023. So I want you guys to hang in there with us for 2023. I know it's going to be big. So Absolutely. Yes, it is. Yes, so that's it all is. we have, besties. Happy New Year. See you guys in 2023. Happy New Year. Happy holidays, you all. Love you all. Love you. Bye. Thanks for joining us today. See you next time.